What's going on? What up, man? What, is it just us two? It's just us two right now, man. It's just us two right now. Uh, right now, I got Lewis uh, from Let Me Just Say This joining the Scriptly Adapted Uncut podcast. Welcome, Lewis. Thank you for having me. But all I got to say is this. I am inevitable. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, listen, man. We, we got a lot to get to, bro. Um some major, oh man, some major, some mage, mage things happened uh, this past weekend. Uh, Giancarlo, welcome. Let me do a proper, let me do a proper, uh, hey. a proper welcome to you guys. Uh, welcome everyone to the Scriptly Adapted Uncut podcast. Uh, my name is Kyode, your host for tonight. Uh, I got two really knowledgeable brothers with me tonight. Uh, I got Lewis from Let Me Just Say This podcast, where he covers everything from sports to music to film to wrestling, whatever you need to know, he's your man. And I got Giancarlo GC, uh, superhero knowledgeable guy that I, I only go to him for all these type of things. I, <laughs> I, I bother him middle of the night with random text messages. Who's this? What's going on? What's the time travel all about? All that crap. So <laughs> welcome, fellas. And you guys haven't met, so welcome. Uh, welcome, guys. Good to meet you, Giancarlo. Hey, what's I, up, I'm, man? A, I'm a big fan, even though I've only heard your shit once. So <laughs> <laughs> you have a good impression of me. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, G, G knows his stuff. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, and I figured Lewis, listen, man, Lewis is super knowledgeable. When it comes to these, when it comes to the Marvel, Marvel in particular, so I figured, why not have you guys join me? It's just us today, fellas. It's just, it's a it's a guys night. Oh uh, no, Kate, night. no Kate, no Kate tonight. Oh, no Kate man. tonight. She's off to the sidelines producing as we speak. Uh, and ah, uh, oh, come on, I, yeah. I, we, we, no no femi- no feminism. <laughs> no no feminism. No feminism. She she's uh she's good tonight. She's not a. Uh, she, she's not she's not joining, but she just she gave me the thumbs up and saying that she's here in spirit. <laughs> here in spirit. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, babe, for the support. Thank you, babe. Kiyoti, uh, so, Kiyoti, you, before yeah. we start, I gotta tell you, I got recognized today for being on the podcast. I'm not even uh, playing. You guys recognized for what? By a fan. I recognized by one of our listeners. Are you serious? Yes. Are you joking? <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's our You're... old friend. I gotta give a shout out to our old friend. Benjamin Ankler, who oh, listens to the podcast, and he said yes. he said he likes it when I'm on it. Very nice, <laughs> very nice, so man. Big, Look big at shout that. out! I saw him today in uh, White Plains. I was at um, the the bookstore, Barnes and Noble, and I saw yeah. him there with the buddy. Oh, is. Wow! Wow! And he, he was asking about the podcast. He said if we're filming, I said, "Well, we're um, recording tonight." Yeah, and he asked if it's gonna be. It's good if it's going to be released tonight. And I told him usually Kyoti waits way too long to release these things. So no, no, sure no, I don't wait too long. Make sure you post day. it tomorrow I'm or tonight. It, I'm, I'm posting it tomorrow early at a certain time. I, I, I'm going to drop it early. No, I, I, but wow. Well, look at that, man. We got <laughs> we got some feedback from we the listeners. Very nice. We got a fan. We, we got, got a fan. That is, I, I must say, that is awesome. You know what, Kyoto? You must be the glue that holds everything together because I'm pretty sure 90% of my listeners probably think the same thing. Yeah, your podcast is good when Kyoto's on. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> 
listen, man. Listen, I, I listen. We we just listen. It's a, it's a great chemistry, man. We just do good shows. It's great bouncing off stuff off each other, and it just sounds good. Well, sounds good. Are you, are you when you do your podcast? Are you, is it usually just you? Well, a lot of the times I like to have Kyote, but you mm-hmm. know, I, I don't want to bother him because I'm not paying him. He's not on my payroll. <laughs> <laughs> I try to do as much of it uh, by myself as I possibly yeah. can. I try to have other guests on as well. Yeah. No, I feel like people usually like it when there's like two or more people in a podcast list, like talking about stuff, you know? Yeah. And That's I probably mean, yeah. why. Because like you have someone to bounce your ideas off and right. they bounce things off off you and vice versa and everything and, I think and then that's... they could they can crap on your theories about exactly. the film which will probably yeah, be exactly. tonight I'll, I'll be completely honest with you i'm not the biggest fan of doing a podcast episode by myself because i don't have anybody to do yeah. go back and forth with the witty banter and exactly. all that good yeah, stuff yeah. i understand that for sure yeah and like then i start saying um 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 every right. five seconds <laughs> right 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 so i mean so guys let's 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 hop right into this right so yeah. Uh, we had the pleasure of all of us at the. I saw it twice. I think G- I saw it G- twice too. Yeah. You saw it twice. Lewis saw F it once. You guys. <laughs> once. I'm watching it again tomorrow morning. Are you serious? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh listen, my god. listen. I'm a family man, so once is is enough for now until the home video release. <laughs> oh no! no I, I get it. I get it, man. <laughs> listen, I, I get it. Um, and listen, I think you you probably t- took away a lot from it the first time that I did. Um, oh, yeah. which, which caused me to yeah. check it out a second time. Um, but I listen, let's get so we got the pleasure to see, we had the pleasure of seeing Avengers Endgame, um, by the directed by the Russo brothers, geniuses yeah. from, uh, from so all the good. stuff they did. They're so good, um, super good, too, almost too good in a way. Like, it's scary how well, like, seriously, the best they, they, they directed four of the four of the Marvel movies, and the, the, the those four are the best ones, yeah. They did. Yeah, uh, yeah I would honestly. Yeah, yeah, that that's a that's a good point because Winter Soldier, Civil War, and this two part exactly, saga. Yeah, yeah. That, that's like in the top five for mm-hmm. sure. Well, three of those are probably in my top five. Three of those? Uh-oh. Well, we'll oh, get, okay. yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah, we're like, gonna we do like a top. Well, let's rank our top fives at the end. Oh wow, that's a, okay. that's a good one. Okay, yeah. just remember that. Just remember. I'll, that. I'll remember it. Don't you worry. All right, so guys. So, what did you think of the movie? Yeah, so overall, listen, overall feel of the movie, uh, and and time travel and all oh, that stuff. Let's... Spoilers first. Oh, yeah. Spoiler yeah, warning. Let's... Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> this is a yeah. This is a no holds barred spoiler like big time review. Might as well not listen to this if you haven't seen the movie yet, uh, kind of thing. <laughs> um, so Lewis, give me first. Let's start with you, Lewis. Give me what your overall feeling of the film was overall. Since I can't drop any f bombs, I flipping loved it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I um, you know, I I left the theater feeling all sort a myriad of emotions. I mean, this is an eleven year, literally an eleven year investment. Mm-hmm. I've seen every single MCU film on the big screen, and uh, this is everything that I I actually wanted. I think my the only minor gripe was. The epic battle could have been a little longer, mm. but I love I love um, the emotional the emotional weight yeah. that the film has from start to finish, and I like how it's essentially more of a superhero drama than a balls to the wall action film. Mm. You know, in comparison to Infinity War, because Infinity War is Thanos's movie. Right. That's that's yeah, the one that they're, yeah they're introducing Thanos and they're 
He's bringing like, you on like the his main conquest. character. He's like the main character of that movie. Yeah, exactly. he actually has the most. He has the most screen time out of all the characters in that movie. Yeah, the Russos even confirmed that. They said that Infinity War is Thanos' film, whereas Endgame, this is about the OG Avengers. Yeah, mm-hmm. Not so much about Black Panther, Spider-Man, and company, and the Guardians of the Galaxy. This is about Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Black Widow, Hawkeye. Those are the OG yeah. Avengers. And that's what I really appreciate. Overall, I thought this is epic blockbuster filmmaking at its finest and i can't say that enough yeah. not saying that it's the most perfect movie ever made because you know it's not but i give it a solid a all around mm-hmm. and when you put this together with infinity war as a companion piece this is perhaps my favorite uh superhero saga of all time mm. yeah wow gee oh wow gee okay how about <laughs> you man what, what's your yeah feeling, overall i i love the movie i was it was three hours it didn't even feel like three hours for me that's true mm-hmm. i was at the edge of my seat the whole time like i had personal predictions which like some of them came true and other ones are like whoa did not see that coming at all like yeah you know um and like lewis said this is a perfect accumulation of 11 years, 22 movies done right. You know, this isn't the DC Universe movies where they need to have two movies and then Justice League, you know? They right. built, Shots! They, Shots they are through! Yeah. these characters <laughs> from the ground up. They, they built a living, breathing universe. Literally, Squirrel Girl could come pop up in the next Avengers and you wouldn't even question it. You just go <laughs> with it. And Coyote, and Squirrel Girl, I don't know, Lewis, if you read any comics, but Squirrel Girl is a real Marvel comic superhero character. I was just about to question <laughs> what the hell is Squirrel she Girl? Is gonna... She is real. She is real. And if she see, I can up, imagine because, after all, Howard the Duck is a Marvel character. Exactly. So. Which like, is crazy. Can, they can do anything now. They can do anything. It doesn't matter. Everything they do touch is turns to gold. And... Yep. And it like 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 from beginning to end, I loved it overall completely. Loved it. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Listen, I I, I, agree I with mean, you guys. it's like like I Lewis said again, like it's not the perfect movie. I can nitpick the hell out of this thing all day. Of course. But of the course. positives overwhelmingly are like the overwhelming majority than the tiny little negatives. You know. Okay. Oh, of course. Okay. Like, By far. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay. So, so over, so the, the consensus is that we we loved it here. Right? We loved it. I, listen, I love the I'm not sure too. if I like it more than Infinity War yet. See, okay. Or okay. right now, I like them both equally. I need more viewings of this to really absorb all the information and stuff, and and really figure out I like it more than Infinity War. But right now, I like them both equally. So that that was going to be, I, I, which is a great segue, John. <laughs> I listen. I love. Listen, I love the film too. I thought it was great. Um, I, I thought the beginning sort of, I, I had the, I thought the beginning moved a little slow. Really, I did like, not feel that way at all. But, but like you said, G, it didn't feel like three hours. But I felt like it was, it was building to something. But yeah. for me, it was just a, a slightly. Even if it, what, even if you consider it slow, I, I wouldn't, I would not say that. But if you think it's slow, it's good slow because they're giving you information because yes. you're wondering what the hell is going on. You need answers, and they're giving it to you, even though if it's slowly or not, you're still mm-hmm. getting answers, and that's still keeping you engaged. So and I don't. Can, can, I, I, say, can yeah. I say something Good. about that that quasi slow pace that Coyote's yeah. referring to? Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, I think that was necessary because yeah. you needed to. First of all, we all went into this film knowing that it was three hours. Yeah. So we need to spend that the majority of that first act really digesting. Um, the emotional impact of Thanos' snap. Mm. Exactly. You know, because he 
just mm. he just eradicated half the universe. So they needed to take their time and really give you insight as to how it's impacting each superhero and their families, not to mention. That's yeah. a very good point. Like, like okay. watching Hawk, like Hawkeye's watching his family disappear, not knowing what the hell is going on. Right. Which, by the way, doesn't make sense because here, listen to this. In Wakanda, where the snap happened, it was daytime, right? Right. And it was also daytime wherever Hawkeye was in the U.S. When it's daytime <laughs> in Africa, isn't it nighttime here? Not to You're mention, right. Not to You're mention right. when in the Ant-Man and the Wasp um, mid-credit scene where um, his his cast members like disappear. Wasp, yeah. her mom and her dad disappear. Hank Pym and his wife. Yeah. Yeah. It's San Francisco in the daytime. That's true. <laughs> I just realized so, that. So, Lewis, do you see why so I have him on the show? It's daytime in San show? Francisco. <laughs> and wherever the, Hawkeye is, I don't know, maybe upstate New York, who the hell knows. But it's also daytime is, in Africa. Because it's super John, knowledgeable. And he picked up John, on that. John Carlin, I like the way you think. You're the Easter egg guy. Oh, you are the Easter egg. I can tell you. A lot, I can tell you a lot more. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah, on. we're gonna get. That's that makes so wow. I didn't even think about that. That's ah, you see, we're we're a good tandem because I'm the chronology guy. I'm the freak when it comes to dates. You so are. So you're the Easter egg guy. You so, are. Yeah. You are. I'll keep I'll keep you in check with with the with the chronology aspect of it. Oh, perfect, perfect. Now, great. now that was great, man. So listen, I think we're on the same page. I think it was we all agree it was a great movie, solid. Uh, in storytelling, uh, you can nitpick some things like <laughs> like the Wakanda and and daytime and all that stuff in the U.S. That's big. That's, that's uh, funny. But you know the average. You know what I'm saying. The average moviegoer probably doesn't. Yeah, they don't, that. That. They, don't, they, they don't know that. Nobody. They don't know. They don't know stuff like that. that. But you, you took me into a great point that I wanted to talk about. How does this rank with Infinity War? And I. Personally, I'm with you, G. I don't know if I like this better than Affinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Infinity. I love. I I was. I'm a huge fan of Thanos, and Thanos, um, to me, is the greatest on-screen villain in the MCU. I don't. I think I'm. I, think, uh, I thought you were. I was about to say what about the Joker. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I was, was going to say too. Like he's no, just no. rolling in his grave right no, now. No, no, I wasn't going to go that far. But, but yeah, he I, is it, for sure. He is the greatest villain because he killed no, no, half but, the universe and he won. No, but gee, just no, just how they how they built him. The as characterization. A character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, he's he's the perfect superhero villain. Yes, perfect like, superhero villain. He is. He is. So he, I. So I guess. Go ahead, G. Sorry, he not like not only does he have real motives, he thinks he's right. He thinks he's the hero, which usually yeah. villains tend to think they are the hero of their story. But mm. like he also succeeded, he won. You know, he succeeded. He See, that's won. the crazy part. It's, they didn't stop him. Yeah, they in the beginning of this one, they killed him right away. But he already won. They had to time travel to beat right. him. They to to un- time- they, not even to beat him, just to undo. He did. It's not right. like the villain wins and then they catch him and throw him in jail. No, there is none of that. He won. You're you know? so right. You're right. <laughs> Lewis, what do you think? What do you think, Lewis? Wait, with regards it, to what? With, uh, with regards to this matching a, up with Infinity War. Um, You know, you remember a year ago, right, when we reflected on on this on infinity war on my podcast oh my god yeah, i yeah, said yeah, that yeah yeah. yeah yeah and i said that infinity war i'd give an a minus because mm. i still see it as the first part to a two-part culmination mm-hmm. right now with that said end game left me more satisfied because i felt that there was a payoff 
And uh, not to mention, I cried like a little boy. Along with everyone else in the theater, I'm just like bawling. But in any case, um, yeah, there was more of an emotional payoff. So I think just this is just off of one viewing, of course. But I think Endgame, I would put a notch above Infinity War. Really? Not by that much. Not by that much, but again, I need to see Endgame well, again. Yeah, no, I hear online. I hear a lot of people saying they like Infinity War better still. Right. Yeah, like, I'm, hearing, I'm, not I'm sure. hearing that too. You know what? I can totally see that because Infinity War is more action packed. Yeah. So yeah. I can totally see that people uh, enjoying Infinity War more. It's more. Uh, it's. I guess it's more uh, practical. This. Yeah. Yes. Like Endgame is more of an adventure. You know, yeah, they're going on a journey. It's an adventure. It's a very interesting journey and adventure. You know, you're rooting for them to win. You know, they fuck up here and there, and you're like, how are they gonna fix this? Yeah. And Infinity War is more action oriented, and the right. action is like the action of the Battle of Wakanda and the Endgame end battle. I would say that Wakanda one looks better because it's clearer. Yeah. Yeah. You can understand. You kind of see with the action better. And exactly. this one, yeah. there's like so many characters. I mean, it's awesome at the same time, but at times it's a little bit hard to keep up with what's happening. It was. And yeah. I, I think I was a little more intrigued by the Infinity War battle scene because of the, the, the added anxiety behind you. Think, are they going to do it? Are they, gonna, are they actually going to beat Thanos? Or, yeah. But, but, we, but deep down inside, you knew that it was going to happen. It, yeah. it was going to happen. But yeah, that and I read the but, comic where he does it. But, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. But, I, got, I got Infinity War somewhere in my closet. Yeah. But, gee, you, you, know what I'm, you guys you know what I'm saying? Like, we knew from, like, reading a comic or just story-wise that, yeah. that Thanos was going to win. But the way they filmed that last battle scene was awesome. and, and, and Thanos being under that spell and, and him om- and telling him that he, who, that he killed Gamora and that whole emotional scene with him and, and, and Quill was so dynamic yeah. to me, right? Like, so, to yeah. me, so that scene alone made up for me some of the emotional scenes we were getting at Endgame on top of the better action mm-hmm. I was seeing in Infinity War. So, yeah, I, like when we were talking before about the movie, you said that Endgame had more emotion. Yes. More characterization. And you're right. Like when Tony comes back to the Avengers facility, Talking to Cap, he's all skinny and out of it. He's like freaking out and stuff. And I love he's that. Angry. Scene. I love. It. I love how yeah. Thor's like depressed and yeah. everything, and everyone's he's just an like, alcoholic. Yeah, later yeah. on, he's an alcoholic. But like in the beginning, when they all re- finally regroup, and like Tony's just like, "Oh, we lost. Look what happened." And like that was just like really good character interaction and acting from everybody. It was. It was. And yeah, what do you think, Louis? You got something to say? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, because now that I'm replaying some of the scenes in my mind, uh, I could definitely say this. I totally agree with, the, I think the Battle of Wakanda was a better choreographed and just a better fight sequence mm-hmm. than the one in Endgame. Yeah. Um, and, and it's also because of the fact that it's the first time we had seen anything like that. So it just felt fresher, you know? Um, That's true. That's true. But... Endgame does have a lot more depth to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If that makes any sense. Like, as, especially no, as far as character development is concerned. Yeah, especially with like Hawkeye losing his family. You see how that affected him. He kind of mm-hmm. like pulled, he kind of pulled a Batman. Batman's parents got killed. He became he a did, superhero yeah. to hunt people down. Hawkeye's family got ki- like disappeared, killed from his life. And he's going all over the world, just killing bad guys. 
and he can't which, stop because because he's doing it for them, you know. Yeah, which is a, now what a I got to go back for a little bit. What a hell of a way to open up the movie, right? Like, yeah, no, no beginning credits, no, no music, nothing. It was just I didn't even know the movie started. I thought we were still seeing a trailer. So I was like, <laughs> what the hell? What the hell is this? Until I see <laughs> you know a Hawkeye on screen, everyone in was, just, was like, oh no! It was just so good, man. It was yeah. silent, no music Smart. score. It was just very. It set the dramatic tone for mm-hmm. everything you were about it to did. see, right? So it in it started it started devastating and it ended it ended devastating in a way. So um, it just set that true. whole tone of the movie really well. Um, now, guys, we got into the action and acting a little bit. Um, Lewis, you want to talk? Give me something about like what do you think, or how do you rank the acting and action in this film? Uh, maybe not against Infinity War, but did you think it 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 was it was done well? Do you think uh, we might have seen uh, better acting in other movies? Or do you feel like this pretty much, you know, set the pace and gave you what you were looking for? It gave me what I was looking for. I think as far as acting is concerned, um, you know, of course, this isn't Oscar level acting. I, I, I mean, if that's even a thing anymore. Right. But, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. It's all, it's all you know what I mean? That's a whole other show. Those awards are are bots, guys. Those awards. Yeah, yeah. I I don't. I don't give that. I don't give that too much weight anymore. Yeah, yeah. But um, as far as if I think back to all the the previous MCU movies, this is probably one of the better acted, if not the best acted ones, because I feel like you the actors are conveying that amount of emotion because they know that this is pretty much the last time that they're going to be portraying these characters, so they're bringing out. All of that emotion, especially Chris Evans, man. Yeah, I think Chris great. Evans and Robert Downey Jr. just really For shined sure. like they never did before. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, especially with each just, other. Yeah, exactly. Especially with one another. And, I, man, it's just every scene that they were a part of was just a, a fucking, excuse my language, but a tearjerker. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, am I still allowed to to not you, drop? You can, you can because this is uncut. Of course, we can drop a couple of f bombs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Fuck? All right. So yeah. fuck it. Um, <laughs> this is uncut, baby. This is this is yeah. This is oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, and and pretty much every scene that they were a part of, whether it was Tony Stark running into his father, or Chris Evans, uh, well, Captain America finally becoming an old man and getting to relive his the timeline that he missed out on getting to have that final dance with agent Carter. That's that Mm -hmm. all that stuff really left a lump in my throat. And Mm -hmm. they they just, they were perfect. And it just pretty much reaffirmed why Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr. And company were perfectly cast for these roles. No, Marvel never miscasts anybody. Nobody. I can't think of anyone who has been like, that. I can't, I'm like like looking at them and I'm like, eh, they could have done better. You know, no, like, yeah. Again, from from the actors to the screenwriters the, uh, to the filmmakers themselves, everything is DC perfect. Comics movie universe. You know, they have a lot of awful choices for some of their major characters. <laughs> you know, Lex yeah, Luthor, Lex Luthor, Flash, to name a few. Those actors are terrible for those roles. But in Marvel, yeah. they just know what they're doing. Not only do these characters represent, not only do these actors represent these characters well, but they actually look like them too. You know, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like they they came do. out of the page. God, Mark. You know why? Because uh, go back to what you said, John Carlo, earlier. Is that because they took their they took their time? They take their time. No, they care. 
There was no they rush. Care. They 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 cared there's about the characters. There's, there's a, a plan, plan behind all this. There was development behind this. I mean, there was a big plan to make this all kind of come together at mm-hmm. some point at the end, and we're going to make the best story possible. Um, and I, the, uh, random question, you know, does this does would you say Infinity War and Endgame as one film rate against like a Dark Knight? Yes. Do you, do you put that? Do you would you put where would you rank? Like an Infinity a War question. slash Endgame. I just feel like they're so against, different. I know they're both they're, they're very movies, different. I, they're just so different. Yeah, they're, they're different. And um, listen, the Dark Knight trilogy is one of my favorite. Forget superhero genre. It's one of my favorite cinematic trilogies. Period. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's this is that's Christopher Nolan's take on Batman. That's it's the best a, one. A, yeah, not it's, only is it the best one, but it's grounded more in realism. Yeah. It's more it's of a crime. The, it's the epitome. Is yes, yeah. It's it. That's more of a crime drama, you know, a crime thriller, whatever you want to call it. I the, the Marvel so, Cinematic Universe is more grounded in a little bit of fantasy, a little bit of mysticism, a yeah. little mm-hmm. bit of science fiction. It's just it's yeah. way different. But if I'm ranking superhero uh, trilogies or superhero series. Infinity War, Endgame, and the Dark Knight trilogy are like top two for me, nice. for sure. Okay, yeah, like with Batman, the Dark. Yeah, wait, wait, G, you were breaking up just a little bit. Yeah, trilogy. If you got the Batman on the superhero element, you take out the Joker element. A cop. Yeah, well, yeah, a cop drama. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you could. It was. Yeah, you're that's, right. that's what. That's essentially what it was. You're right. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was, a, it was a, a cop drama crime thriller. And you're right. I mean, listen, there are two totally different films. But and and Lewis, you broke that down beautifully. Like how they differ. How they differ in in everything. Um, but yeah, if I if I had to put this against Dark Knight, I mean, damn, it would probably be neck and neck a little bit, right? Like it would be. It would be yeah. like right there with each other. Um, I don't even think I can make the choice. <laughs> that's a hard. That's a hard choice. A hard choice. I mean, that's, that's a hard choice. It really is. Because <laughs> man, they're so different, but so great in different aspects of the film, like of of the of the storytelling and the action and everything that the film encompasses. Like they're all you can pick and choose things out of there that would make them great. So I don't know. That's a. That, I, it was just something that came to my head. I was just very curious on where what you guys uh, guys thought about about that. Um, let me go into one more thing before, uh, where would you rank this in the MC universe, uh, or all superhero films of the last like 10 years? Where would you rank in game? I would say last 20 years, dude. Oh Although yeah. It was it last 20 years. Yeah. 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 Yes, last 20 years. Last like, 20 years. X-Men 1 came out in 2000. Blade came out in 1998. Spider-Man yeah. 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 True that. Yeah. True that. Yeah. We're old. Yeah. We are old. Yeah. yeah we're getting old. We're getting old. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god! I just realized that ten years, ten years. I mean, the last X, ten, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the last ten years have been Marvel movies. Ten years is only that's only two thousand nine, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. Let's go back. Well, it's definitely years. Endgame, and I guess Infinity War. It's up there. It's probably they're they're both top five of, of out of every superhero movie in the last twenty years. I would say they're in the top five spots, top three. You know, it's 
Wow. It's hard to really, you have to really like take a, your time ranking everything you've ever seen. But with these movies, it's definitely up there. How about you, Lewis? What'd you got it? Oh, yeah. I mean, okay, let me break it down this way first. With uh, Amongst the MCU, it's, uh, come on, it's easily top five, easily. Okay. Um, yeah, but and if, all, even, all... If you put, even if you put it together with Infinity War, it's top three. Yeah. So, uh, um, so there's that. Now, if I'm talking all Marvel movies, like the Fox properties, the Sony properties, it's still all top ten. Movies? All, all the superhero movies, yeah, it's it's this Infinity War and Endgame, right? Even if we're just talking about Endgame, forget Infinity War, Endgame, I feel like is going to be a an extremely enduring film for fan culture. Yeah, it's kind of like an elite of its books. own. It's an, they're an elite yeah. of their own at this point. You can't compare. Yeah, it, it really is. There is no way you gross. One billion dollars opening weekend worldwide, yes. three hundred fifty something domestically, and it not striking a chord of people. Yeah, like this is gonna go down. Like this is gonna go down as like a classic superhero film, like for the ages. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, like, it's, like, it's, it's easily gonna stand the test of time, man. I mean, you could watch this ten years down the line and still feel possibly I'm the still same watching way. Watching Iron Man one from t- over ten years ago, and it's still amazing. Yeah, it's, so yeah it's, it's kind of amazing. Endgame is 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 an event. This two part saga, especially just Endgame by itself, it's an event experience. So these this is this is a question that you're gonna get from the younger generation, 10, 15, 20 years from now. Where were you when Endgame came out? It's kind of like with Star Wars, <laughs> with the original Star Wars, yeah. nineteen seventy seven, right? Like, oh, where were you when Star Wars? Did you see that in the theater? You know, For because sure. Star Wars was like a huge Absolutely. pop culture event in 1977. I mean, I, I remember Professor Stewart from Purchase. She saw that joint when she was like a little girl. Right. So and she said that it was it was a big deal. So that's our experience and the experience For with sure. my yeah. students. You know, my students came in this morning all excited. Absolutely. Like, you know, Mr. Mercedes, did you go? Did you see Endgame? Oh, my God. <laughs> like I cried. Like, but that's that's part of the event experience similar to what happened with black panther last year it's a cultural touchstone mm. yeah so you think oh okay so that's a that's a good point so you think it's it's going to be one of these films where we're talking about it 15 20 years down the line as saying like yeah, you just said yeah i honestly don't even know how they're going to top themselves now that's secret war secret wars maybe secret war they have secret. to build up to it the next 10 years it will be secret wars maybe Secret, Secret War, War might that? actually okay. Secret Wars might actually take longer than ten years to build, just because of the <laughs> it's 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 ep- it's even more epic than Infinity Gauntlet, just because like you have literally every superhero in that Marvel cinematic or oh, the Marvel universe and their mother. They're fighting this cosmic entity. Entity. His name is the Beyonder. Um, and you got other villains involved like Doctor Doom, Galactus, so on and so forth. So that is like, and now that Disney owns the X Men and Fantastic Four <laughs> properties, now you, yeah, that that's gonna take like 15, 20 years to build. Yeah, that's a that's well. I mean, they'll figure out a way to do it within ten. I mean, they did this. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> true. That's true. I'm exaggerating. They'll figure it out. You, yeah. Do you think they would? I mean, do you think you know? Right now, Kevin Feig said there's no other plans to do anything else. Uh, after yeah, until, he's a liar. He's after Spider Man, liar. He's keeping yeah, that shit on the low because he knows yeah, exactly. well that the X-Men are going to be rebooted, like, for sure. Absolutely. It's time for the well. X-Men to be rebooted anyway. And I love X-Men, but it's time for it to be rebooted. It just is. It's Absolutely. the perfect time. 
and and Fantastic Four, oh. like G said. I agree. Yeah, guys, back to Endgame real quick. Let's talk about the one thing that has been confusing movie, especially uh. Coyote. What did you guys think of the time travel element? <laughs> okay, so thank you, for, thank you for bringing that up, Giancarlo, because uh, I was yes. texting John. This is one of the major plot points in the film: the time travel. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, you go, go first, first, man. Trying to like, I was just trying to explain it to you because you were a little confused, Louis. Were you confused about the time travel element? Listen, a little bit, but <laughs> it's here's the thing: I was totally on board with what. Ant Man and uh, and Hulk and uh, and War Machine were all saying like whenever you watch these time travel movies, it's like you gotta take <laughs> it for what it is like on a surface level. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not I'm not a scientist by any means. I haven't perfected time travel myself. I don't care <laughs> for the science fiction mumbo jumbo. Yeah. It is what it is. Look, Terminator Two is my all time favorite action movie, but. I don't. <laughs> I'm only think of the time travel stuff and implications on the surface level. Right, right. Which I should have done. Well, <laughs> there it was less confusing. That's for sure. Yeah. In Terminator. Oh yeah, that's, oh, yeah they, they yeah. fucked up Terminator completely. But that's confusing. another topic. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a, Terminator. Let's just stick to Terminator Two. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But gee, I mean. Get- okay. So, so the, the time travel in this, after watching it a second time, like they were, they do explain their own like movies usually. For time travel to work in films, they have to kind of make up their own rules, you right. know, yeah. and establish them. So this movie establishes that if you go back in time, you can't like anything you do in the past does not affect the future. That's why Bruce Banner was like, "Back to the Future" was full of shit, and the Ant Man was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. remember that? <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. But yeah, I mean, this is their theory. You, there are many different time travel theories. They picked one and they went for it. They didn't go for the traditional one. You go back in time, you kill you're dead and you're not born and it affects everything, right? They didn't do that. They, the theory that they went with is that whatever you do in the past does not affect the future. So that's how they were really able to get away with a lot of the crazy crap they pulled off in this film. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which leads. Cause if you think about it so much, does it make sense? If for example, if Thanos from the past goes to the future dies in the future, how does infinity war still happen? Yeah, it's true. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. If Gamora right. from the past right. goes to the future, stays in the future, how does Guardians of the Galaxy happen? If Nebula's from the past goes to the future, gets killed by Nebula in the future, how does Nebula from the future not disappear? She killed her past self, you know? Yeah, see, dude. See, like, all of no, that. None of this. I, yeah, <laughs> this, yeah, this was, this was sort of a... Uh... It was sort of a mind fuck the same way X-Men Days of Future Past was, which I loved. Uh, yeah, but... I, loved that, yeah. I love that too, but that one made more sense still. You change the past, you change the future. Here, that one made more past, sense to me. It doesn't affect the future because they yeah. established that whatever you do in the past does not affect the future. But even though they were taking the stones from the past, uh, Bruce Banner uh, promised the ancient one. Remember, what's her name? Uh, Doctor Strange's master? That yes, lady, yeah. The bold lady? Yeah. 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 Um, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, Tilda Tilda Swinton. Yeah, <laughs> she he promised her to bring back the stones because if they don't, it messes up reality and it creates an alternate whatever. Remember yes. that? Yes, I remember that. So then, and then it's weird because they kind of don't follow their own rules in that aspect. Like, why does that that shouldn't matter? Because they said if you change the the past, it's not going to change the future. Or well, maybe it doesn't change their future, but then it changes the future of that current timeline that they're in, right? Hmm. 
<laughs> it's weird. Wow, dude. It's so listen, it's that was so one weird. of the biggest things that confused me because I the the one thing that confused me, maybe I was just really thinking about this too hard, is when Captain America goes back to return return the stones, doesn't come back, but ends up on the bench. And yeah. he's old. I thought right? that was extremely clear. Okay. To me, at least. Louis, were probably... you confused by that part at the end? No, I wasn't confused. He went back yeah. and he took his time. Yeah, he yeah, took he his time to stage. spend time with, with uh, Agent Carter. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and, and basically lived out his life. That's why it exactly. took longer than expected. Because remember, they said that he was only supposed to come back um, in X amount of seconds or uh, whenever he felt like it. Yeah. Well, okay. also, okay. He, he stayed in the past and he just showed up at the bench. It's not like he was zapped back there. Yeah. So he. Right. Sti- oh, yes. Okay. So that that was my mistake. I thought he was zapped back all of a sudden as an old up man. on the bench as an old man. It no, kind of got me. Kind of confused me for a second. So I was. I, I'm texting G. And there's like, like another weird. Happening? There's another weird thing here. Okay. So Captain America goes back in the past to restore the Infinity Stones. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he has to take the stones back exactly the moment where they were taken from their original time. But oh, I know where you're see, going with this. He takes the stones as they are. The mind stone is not back in the scepter. The the power stone is not back in the orb. The ether is not in its liquid form. But I can stick it back into Natalie Portman. Like <laughs> weird, right? So Thor <laughs> 2 can happen. And um the cos the 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 uh no, what's it called? The stone where the the stone that the cube, the cube stone, what is it called again? The Tesseract. The Tesseract isn't a cube. And the weirdest part is that he has to take the soul stone back to uh, the that planet yeah, that where, the red, where the red skull is. Red skull, so that's yeah. It's going to be a kind of a weird interaction of, oh, you're here? Here's the stone back, <laughs> I guess. What? <laughs> yeah, like, so, yeah, how do you. How do you how do you give that back? Like, what do you to your mortal like, enemy that just happens to be in this planet and you? Exactly. Like, what do you? And the guy, and that's the guy that took the tesseract in the first place. Exactly. That's remember so... in uh, Captain America, the first Captain America. Yeah, oh. but also, if you put the stone back, does Black Widow come back or no? Hmm. Hmm. It's a See, soul for I... a soul. Soul for a soul. But if you, but I think that soul is gone. Once it's been sacrificed for the stone, I don't think it's like one of these things. Okay, if you return but, the stone, you get your friend back. It's a soul for a, sto- a soul. That's the rule. So if he gives back the soul stone, which is a soul, I guess, in the, their definition, wouldn't he get a soul back? Nah, I don't think it works that way. That's kind of like a that's kind of like a, a no take back uh, situation. No back, no backsies. <laughs> No, yeah, no backsies, exactly. Yeah, I don't think it works that way. I don't, <laughs> so yeah, that I don't think it's I thought, But also, people are saying that Captain America staying in the past goes against his characterization because, and against his motives. Because So here's the scenario. He goes back to the 1940s, stays with Peggy, and what is he doing? Is he hiding out? Because now there's essentially two Captain Americas in the timeline. One frozen who gets defrosted in 2011 and one who's alive from the future. In the past, who's in the mm. past? So, what is he doing when the Vietnam War comes or Hydra agents? He knows Hydra agents are infiltrating Shield. He knows that Bucky's being used as a murder machine. He just doesn't do anything. 
What I'm, about, I'm assuming. I, what yeah. about Iraq, Afghanistan in the 90s? Desert Storm. <laughs> He's just yeah. sitting this out? I, I'm assuming. Listen, let the, let the poor guy have his dance. Yeah, man. I know. <laughs> he, he can have his dance all he wants. I liked his, the ending for him. It was nice. It was sweet. But yeah. it's also kind of weird. You know? you, you ra- Listen, G, you raised some good points because, I yeah. mean, he's essentially – well, he's, a, he's sitting all of that out, obviously, but I guess he's letting the other he's, him, the, 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 the frozen him, live that on. Until, yeah, but his, the frozen him wasn't around during Vietnam or Desert Storm. That that is true. So I guess he's like, listen, damn it, I'm I did all these other wars. I'm not doing this. So uh, <laughs> thing, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it out. He would never thinking. not fight. That's the thing. He would never not fight or be there for good. You know, not unless he let his heart and his love okay get in the way and and let and living his life that he never got to do get you know be the priority for what he is now as a uh, as a man. Right, like he he knows he's done all these he's doing or has done all these wars besides, of course, the nineties, of course. But now let me just be me and and love Peggy and live happily ever after. I think that still goes against his characterization, though. It does. It does. But yeah, you, there's no. I'm sorry, but there's no excuse for this. He would never stop fighting. But whatever. Like I'll let that slide. I will. You let that ending. <laughs> but that's just listen, a, listen. a point. This this is why this film is going to be celebrated for years and years. Yeah, it's going to be dissected for years and years. It is. It is. But it is. It's also, they better they better bring this up in film courses for all the oh, film snobs will, too. For sure. Oh, gee, like oh, how to set up a proper superhero universe one hundred and one. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> this, listen, exactly. This, film, this film will be definitely analyzed in film classes. This and and, and, and Infinity War, absolutely. Yeah. I, I guarantee. And I think be the whole the, all of MCU too. Yeah, they can put all of all of MCU. Uh, you know why that. they would? They would. Um, I think it's officially reached that that echelon because, I mean, it's it's a new business model of how to extend the franchise and make interconnected stories and have a huge payoff. Because Hollywood has never done that before, right? You, you, we've had interconnected films. They for... did with the Monster Universe. Yeah, I was ah, gonna say that yeah. with the Monster Universe, yeah. but did we really have? Anything like the the cinematic universe with Marvel Studios? No, this was, is the first. That's what I'm saying. It's not. Wasn't really the, size, the same. The size is way bigger, for sure. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And, and and yeah, they and these films are just way better. Like even if another studio tried, I don't know if they could. Well, emulate. many many have tried Coyote and they have failed miserably. Oh well, <laughs> listen, man, we're in the middle of one trying as it is. Like DC in the like, middle. In this the middle. is the end, dude. It's been this the years. <laughs> This is the end. Dude, War- it's been eleven years. Yeah, War- Warner Brothers is. I don't know what they're doing with DC. I. I who knows at this Whatever. point? Listen, uh, you know, I call. I guess they, no one cares. They've called this saga the Infinity Saga, right? All these movies, these twenty-two movies, it's called the Infinity Saga. Saga. You know what I call the DC movies? The Inferior Saga. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> burn. Burn. <laughs> hashtag burn. Hashtag, hashtag burn. Hashtag burn. Inferior Saga. The Infinity and it's a shame saga. because at the very least, the Infinity Saga got to complete three phases. I don't even think they got past phase one in DC. I know. Damn, Did they so even have sad. phases? I felt like there was just three <laughs> movies out there. There was no phase. There was no phase. I know, there, like, was, there, there weren't any phases. They were like this. Okay, this is chapter one. I mean, okay, now we're at part A. I mean, this is phase <laughs> one. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, like, oh, God, I, it makes me so angry to think about it. But um, listen, guys, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back after these quick or just just quick soundbite uh, by yours truly. But we'll come back for the second half. And uh, yeah, we'll continue with this conversation. Stay tuned. Uh, Giancarlo, welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we're just waiting for Lewis, but uh, I think we hit some pretty good points, man. I think we, uh, we, we, we were dissecting this to its finest particle. I think we're getting there. Yeah, right? as so, soon as Lewis joins us, I want to get into uh, some more of that time travel stuff. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> a lot, yeah, that time travel, I think, confused a lot of people. Well, at least I thought I knew what I was talking about until you told me. Yeah, you, uh, you didn't know what you were talking about. No, I didn't know what I was talking about. Uh, so that's why I have you. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. Um, but good stuff, man. Lewis, welcome back. Welcome back. Yes, welcome. I mean, well, why am I welcoming myself? You're you're, you're already hosting a show, man. You're already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in that mindset. That's what you're. The, you're in my, my, that mindset. Now, before we go back into time travel for a second, I wanted to ask you guys. Do you guys have any criticisms for the movie? Anything well, that... Yeah, the time travel. <laughs> oh, the time travel. <laughs> the time okay. That seems Sorry, to be everybody's gripe, right, at the moment. I mean, like I said, it is what it is. You kind of have to just, I hate to say it, ignore it, because I hate... I hate when you when a movie sets up a rule, some rules and it doesn't follow its own rules for a specific thing like time travel. Yeah. You know, or but, I mean, like I said before, like, there was more good than bad. But criticism-wise... Yeah, um, I know. I know I guess, you have some John Carter. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, honestly, not that much. Really? Uh, it, it wasn't long enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it wasn't long real, enough. The end battle, I think. I think it was awesome. Like Captain America stand, like standing against like, Thanos' army was friggin' cool, and then all the heroes came out, and it was friggin' awesome. Yeah, but I want to say that I wish it was choreographed a bit better and a little less messy and not as dark I yes guess. My... like the airport battle yes. in civil war also directed by the russo brothers one of my favorite superhero battle sequences of all time the the battle of wakanda the battle yes. against thanos on that on his home planet in infinity war um yes. the fighting in winter soldier it was amazing oh, the, yeah. the hand fighting yep. and but this like it had some really cool moments like ant-man walking around and he, and, uh, he stomped that one big guy remember that scene? loved it Yes, and, well, or when he punched one of those space whales. Yes, yeah. And it's just like, but then there were like so many quick cut cut moments, like Iron Man fighting with Rescue, which is uh, Pepper Potts's armor name, by the way. Res- the Rescue armor. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah, oh, it's from the that. comics. It's from the comics. Yeah, like they were fighting a little bit together. You didn't really even get to see War Machine fight, really. No, not really. Right? It was quick. Nope. If you did, it was quick. Uh, you didn't see Groot fight. You, you no. saw Drax fight maybe once. You saw Peter Quill fight here and there. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish it was a little bit well better executed. But, I mean, honestly, it's a, it's a minor complaint. It's a minor complaint. I still enjoyed how about, it. How about you, Lewis? You got something? Yeah, I. you know what? You hit the nail on the head. Um, I think that I was literally just talking about, about this with my boy Eric. And I said that my minor gripe for the entire film would be that the epic battle should have been longer. Yeah. And I think the reason why they had to do so many quick cuts is because of the fact that the, 
the, the, the, they had to cut the movie down to three hours. And the Russos actually confirmed that they had to leave out footage. Oh, so, I'm sure they did. Every movie leaves out hours of footage. Yeah, hours so for all we know, the extended cut could be like three and a half, close to four yeah. hours of Marvel all we doesn't know. do extended cuts because their movies come out perfect, unlike other franchises that need extended cuts to, <laughs> yeah, to justify their <laughs> crappy movies. Yeah, I know. Oh, Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> One of the worst yeah. superhero movies of all time, I know. One of the worst. Yeah. One of the worst. I but, mean... Yeah, I, I I think I agree with you guys. My only gripe was the battle scene. Like and I the lack was- of explanation, too, of the time travel. I mean, it was confusing. Yes. But also, this every movie has this issue. The lack of explanation for certain things, period. Like, yeah. Captain America's shield broke. He didn't go oh, back in yeah. time. Oh, yeah. He didn't go yeah. back in time with it. How did, he, how did he get one fixed and brought it back to the future? See, GC, that's what... Okay. That then my my thought was since he's in the past, he took it from the past from himself. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's what. But I'm then thinking. how did he have it the whole time? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Oh uh, man, know. this, this is too much of a head scratcher. But he didn't yeah. take the broken shield back with him, right? Mm, wait a second. Uh, he didn't. He only brought uh, Thor's hammer to get back. He had to Thor's Thor. hammer. He had the stones, and and that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, well, listen. When you see it again, let me know because. Uh, yeah, I'll see it tomorrow. I really don't I, think he did have it. I don't know if he had the shield either. So that's a good. See, that's another good point. Like, other thing, like movies do this all the time. Like another thing, like why don't they just explain where Valkyrie and Korg? How did they escape? the beginning of Infinity War because in Thor Ragnarok they were all on that ship remember? Yeah. 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 And yeah. in the end credit scene with Thanos' ship showing up and in the beginning of Infinity War it's just they, Thanos already attacked and everyone's gone. We don't know where they are. Did they escape? Like I presume they escaped because that ship that they had on top of that massive ship was gone so I, I figured they took it. Yeah. But I, they don't explain that. They don't say anything. You have to kind of figure it out on your own. See, that's You know bad. why I like that approach? <laughs> Um, and I'm glad that you brought this point up, Giancarlo. I, I think it's because the Russos, I respect them as filmmakers for that that decision because they're not they're they're putting their trust in the audience's knowledge. They're not insulting our intelligence. Yeah. And because th- if you think about it, m- not every movie has to have everything explained. Yeah. Every little, with every little tidbit, you know? So they're just leaving it up to the audience to ponder and wonder and figure it out for themselves because essentially when you do all of that ex- explaining and you go further in depth into things, that creates more dialogue, which adds more screen time and sometimes it's unnecessary screen time. But it's just like, mm. for me, it's just a quick throwaway line. The Russo brother, this is not the first time that this has happened in the Marvel Universe. Remember in Winter Soldier when he was fighting Bucky on the helicarrier? Yeah, and um, and they fell to, into the water, right? Remember that? Vaguely, mm-hmm. yeah. Cap lost his shield. The shield fell while they were fighting into the water, and then minutes later, they both fall into the water. Bucky drags out Cap from the water and leaves him. And then the next movie that came out was Age of Ultron, and Cap has his shield. How did he find his shield? How mm. did he get it back? They don't explain it. All you See, need, I know you, I know like they don't need to explain everything for us, but stuff like that, I feel like a throwaway line would fix. Like, oh, I found my, sh- like, we found my shield, or a couple, a Bucky got my shield for me too, or something like that, you know? 
I feel like he's always losing that damn thing. Like, yeah, I feel, <laughs> but he always gets it back. Like, yeah. I feel like every move, most of the movies we see, it's either broken or getting broken or it, it's lost, right? So I, I see what you're saying, G, about getting that one, maybe that one line that kind of just fills that gap. Yeah, but one I also of the, see... the worst things, this is not MCU, but this is X-Men, X-Men Days of Future Past. If you guys remember in X-Men 3, Professor Xavier killed by Phoenix, right? Yeah, yes, and in Days of Future Past, in the he's alive without any explanation. <laughs> that You're is right. that is true. <laughs> I hate that. That's all they have to do. Listen to me. All they have to do to fix that mutant, the, this mutant that can bring people back from the dead, brought me back. Boom. Problem solved. Dude, that's it. If they had, if that's they true. had like a continuity job at, at Marvel, you could definitely, or any superhero. <laughs> You could definitely Let me do tell you, it, the X Men like, movies definitely do not have continuity at all. No, no, I, I, I've, I've kind of lost. They're track the worst. No, they what gave up the on the continuity after X Two because once yeah. the last band came out, it was like, it was oh, trash. let's just let's just place these characters at this moment in time and, and do whatever. Yeah, and do whatever you know. But you know what? I hold X Two near and dear to my heart. X Two is still in my top oh, it's ten the of best, all time. One of the best. Oh yeah. yeah, one of the best. Absolutely. I would really yeah, like these future past, even though that one little thing bothered me. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, Days of Future Past is one of my favorites too. But yeah, they, they, I do have some minor gripes with that too. But uh, no, any any other brand game from you guys? Um, I I think that's my big my biggest. Yeah, I, I, it was the battle scene. That's mm -hmm. why I. That's why I'm leaning towards more Infinity War. Mm -hmm. Um, I I didn't feel that same. I don't know that same angst or energy in this battle scene than I did in Infinity War. Um, so I, I think that was my, honestly, that was my biggest, yeah, that was my biggest gripe because the film didn't feel like three hours and mm -hmm. it it moved pretty well and told a really compelling story. Yeah, there was no was point this, where I was bored at all. Yeah, there no, was better acting, no. even better in the acting Even in the second everything. viewing where I knew what was going to happen, like, right. great. It was, there was better acting. I mean, I, there was emotional. I mean, we got, you know, we had tragedy strike. I mean, they took you on a, an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Like, this was like what you, I think, Lewis, did you mention this was like a superhero drama or something? Like, was this yeah, something? That, that's exactly what it was. It was a superhero yeah, like a, drama disguised as an action film. It was, especially well, yeah. with the way they ended the three main Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor, the, the trinity of the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Going back to the time travel, when Thor goes back into Thor the Dark World, Thor 2, yeah. uh, he sees his mom who died in that movie again, and they kind of have like this moment together, which I thought was yes. great. Uh, Tony great. Stark goes into the 70s, sees his dad, actually gets to talk to him as an adult, and they have such great chemistry together, too, those two actors. Yeah, and, yeah, the, and the characters, and he, kept, you know, he gave him an awkward hug goodbye, and I thought that was great. And of course, Captain America's ending, going back in time, staying with Peggy. I really enjoyed that they kind of like gave these guys like an emotional goodbye, something for them to to be happy with, you know, like they gave them something, you know? That's a great point because that those those scenes were some of the best, yes. some of my favorite parts of the movie. Um, I just really love also back. how they went back into old movies. They went back to the old the yeah. first Avengers. They went back into Thor Ragnarok. I, yep. I, that's stuff I, they went back into the yeah, Winter uh, Soldier. Yeah, they went back into Winter Soldier. 
They did. Was it with the, no, they did. Yeah, with the elevator. Uh, you know when uh, the elevator scene. Well, that, that was that, that iconic elevator scene. Well, they did. That it was Winter Soldier. Soldier. That was an in Winter Soldier. I mean, okay, so that iconic elevator scene. I know what you're talking about. It's a similar scene from Winter Soldier, but that's still in the first event. No, uh, it's not in the first Avengers movie because that's when you have crossbones in the no, elevator. No, no, I'm telling you, no, 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 no. Wait, listen. Continuity. Okay, so in Winter Soldier, no, listen, listen. In Winter Soldier, uh, Cap has a fight with the Hydra agents, right, in the elevator, correct? Dude, that's Winter yeah. Soldier because Winter Soldier yeah, is the film where they reveal Hydra. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling you right now. As an example, right? That's where it happens. The elevator scene, correct? In Winter Soldier. Yeah. They, yeah. They go back in this in an Endgame. They go back into the first Avengers movie. And that similar situation happens again. Does it? He didn't go back into Winter Soldier. Oh, is that oh. what it was? Yeah, he didn't. They didn't go travel back in time into Winter Soldier. He just went into an elevator with them in Stark Tower, where a similar situation happened again, and it looked like he was going to get into a fight again with them. But he just said, uh, "Hail Hydra!" And took the separate uh, okay. Oh, okay. I, See, that's why you're the Easter egg guy. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> because I was. I was leaning towards Lewis too. I was like, wait a second. I thought that was no, they, I thought that was Winter Soldier. Go well. into Winter Sol- when did he how could he have gone into Winter Soldier if they only had one pin particle to go back and forth? Oh. Oh my bad. Good that's that's boy. that's my vehicle going off. My we bad. got the special we got this that's that's Lewis <laughs> saying you're wrong. That's <laughs> no, that's the car saying I'm right. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, well, no. my my truck my truck is definitely agreeing with the Easter egg theory. <laughs> <laughs> but I really well, did like that. That was a little Easter egg to the the similar elevator scene, which I liked uh, the, the twist on it too. So, yeah, so that that was cool. Which brings me to the Easter egg, Giancarlo. Take me to what do you think? Uh, what, what do we have in this? Because there's some I, little little things that they added, like for example, at the at Tony Stark's funeral, um, Happy Hogan asks. His Tony Stark's daughter, what do you want to eat? And she goes, cheeseburgers. That's exactly what Tony Stark said when he in the first Iron Man movie when he got rescued from the Middle East. Oh, yeah. Cheeseburgers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else? I kind of feel like we talked about everything already. Yeah. No, oh, I mean, well, uh, when he's about to snap after Thanos is like, I'm inevitable. Well, he's oh, like, he goes, I, I am Iron am Man. Iron Man. Yeah, that's perfect. exactly what he said. Yes, the, the perfect callback to the first Iron Man film. Yeah, the ending of the first Iron Man film, absolutely. Oh, now this okay. this isn't this isn't quite an Easter egg, but one of my favorite moments from the battle is Captain Marvel going ape shit. She single handedly takes down Thanos' ship. Oh, How fucking right. awesome was that? Which reminds that awesome. me, that's another negative I had. They hyped up Ooh. Captain Marvel so much for her movie, and be like, oh, she's gonna be a part of Endgame. She's gonna team up with the Avengers. And she's in it for like five minutes. But that's all yeah, she needed, though, because she. Yeah, I didn't think. I don't think more. she needed any more screen yeah, time. Yeah, but they hyped it up, though. They hyped her up so much. They did, they did. But who else could have single-handedly taken down that entire fleet? Think Four. about it. Out of, out of that <laughs> entire team, you know what I mean? No, she's a true. walking Infinity Stone, essentially. It's true. It's, no, that is very true. <laughs> that's a good point. It's true. That's but, a good point. But yeah, again, you know, they, I thought that was badass, man. Had, like, that's yeah. all she did. She, it's like a drop the mic moment. It was, yeah. but but I thought everyone thought, even everyone I saw it with thought that she was going to be in the movie a lot more. Well, gee, do you think do you think they needed her? More? No, the way the way they structured the story, they didn't. But yeah. I mean, like you could say that about anything, honestly. They could have structured the story to have her be more inclusive. You know, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's all about the writing. It's all about the writing. Now that we're talking about Captain Marvel, 
Now that we're talking about Captain Marvel, how the hell did she find Tony Stark? Yes, that's another – oh, man, another negative. Very <laughs> good point. Unless she was just flying so around the galaxy. So here's the thing. I mean, here's I'm... the thing that people were saying online at some articles I read. So Tony Stark was sending Pepper Pot messages through his Iron Man helmet, right? Or yeah. I don't know if he was – Or was he sending her messages? Yeah, he, that's what I said. He was sending her messages. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I thought – like maybe they traced back – the message to the ship or something. But then now that I think about it, I'm thinking that, um, that he was just recording messages and she would find the helmet later on or something like that. So I don't know. Or yeah. Or she could have, um, I mean, this is a little far fetched, but she could have relayed those messages to Nick Fury. Well, he was dead. dead. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh yeah. He is dead. He is dead. dead. He's He's already dead. You're right. So yeah, that's like another unexplained (laughs) thing that they could have used a throwaway line for like, Oh, we traced your ship somehow. And we sent Captain Marvel to find you. And another thing that bothered me thinking on this subject. um, Well, well, your list is getting bigger. I I know. (laughs) I know. But like I said, the the good outweighs the bad. Remember in the end credit scene for Captain Marvel, she she meets up with the Avengers, and I'm like, this can't be how they just introduce her to the the to the rest of the team. But it is. Her introduction (laughs) to the Avengers is a throwaway after credit scene. Come on, give me something more than that. And that wasn't even and that wasn't even footage that was used in the movie. No, I thought it would be because they've done that before, but it wasn't. Yeah. Wow. What did you guys? That's, that's very. You know, Captain Marvel is more and more of an anomaly in this MCU. Yeah. 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 I, well, listen, I Captain Marvel to me, I think served her purpose in the entire film. She I mean, did. I, she was I, just I, the I muscle. To, she was just the Yeah, muscle. I didn't need to see her the entire film. But, but if I'm I just knew... saying, I didn't either, but they hyped it up as if we were going to see her. Yes, that's they did. true. They did. They did. They did, they did hype did. it up. But, I mean, I think we got, I think we got what we, it, it gave us enough. And I think it did, she served her purpose, obviously. Um, and she did, sw- she did take down the ship in like one swoop motion. Yeah, it was awesome. But, but the, yeah, that was that was awesome. But could she, could she take on Thanos by herself? She did. did she did, right? Yeah, she so can. Could she have. Could, so she could kill. She can. She can. Yeah, she yeah. can. But he had she the can. glove on at the time too, and he used the powers to give her a big old punch. That's yeah. Because remember, he gave That's her a headbutt, and it didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. See, that gave me. God, that was a good scene because you you see her you see her power you see mm-hmm. and of course speaking of power and women and and Captain Marvel uh, we get that great uh, strategically placed oh, women yeah. will take will do it shot. I love that, that was good, awesome very I love good it shot because I want to see an all female Avengers movie interesting that would be awesome because they I have a comic totally it's that. called A Force I believe the comic A Force and uh, is that what like, it's called. Yeah, A Force, and it's all the Avengers women teaming up. So I nice. would like to see that in the future. I, I feel like that was like a little backdoor pilot tease mm. or something. I mm. thought that was cool. But I, what I loved about that shot is it made you realize just how important the female characters are, how central yeah. they are to all of these these films. Because yeah. I mean, you got uh, well, Black Widow wasn't in the shot, yeah, but you, I mean, yeah, you you they needed Black her. Widow, she Captain was like Marvel, Valkyrie. You know, the women yeah. of Wakanda. You got uh, Wasp. Uh, you know, it, it, it was just awesome. You got Pepper and the Iron Man. Yeah, you got yeah, Pepper. Pepper. I mean, do you, but do you think that? I, listen, I, I think I talked to G about. 
uh, maybe or was it Sharif? I, I don't you think that them putting don't you, I feel like Hollywood is starting to force like women characters as like hey just to show you we love women and this is what we're doing it, and they're they are a centerpiece and they are part of the story like I, I don't know I just so they've like been doing that with little... black people forever so <laughs> <laughs> no I was <laughs> I was just gonna say the same thing because inclusion is all the exactly. rage right now that is so the rage. Been, that's the thing so okay. right now they're they're shoving blacks indians lgbt they're shoving everything down our throats now and i don't mind because every other movie is about a straight white guy so whatever that's true i'm not mad at i'm not mad at a brother getting his check i'm not mad at at all so uh and as you can see black panther was was the most profitable until endgame came until endgame that's true so i mean there's obviously something there's money to be made there so why not you know yeah, man. I listen. Uh, I I listen. I totally agree. I had no problem with it. I just find that sometimes I'm finding Hollywood is starting to kind of like, hey, force it. Uh, that's, sometimes, yeah, let's not forget. Yes, like I felt like when it comes to like Wonder Woman and um, what's her name? Um, Wonder uh, Woman and oh Jesus, my my brain is, is it DC. Yeah, Wonder Woman and uh, Brie Larson, uh, Captain Marvel. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Between Captain Marvel and and uh, Wonder Woman, I prefer Wonder Woman because I feel like they shoved down this uh, feminist uh, um, agenda down your throat with with um, Marvel, Mar- Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah and yeah, I felt I like Wonder Woman was better because it was it wasn't forced; it was natural. With Captain Marvel, yeah. I kind of felt like it was forced. Not that there's not anything wrong with feminism and and stuff like that. You know, bring it on. I want to see more Wonder Woman. I want to see more female-led superhero movies. But when it came to Captain Marvel, like, I felt like it was too on the nose. You know? Yeah. I don't know if you guys I, felt I, that I way. I, I, but... I agree. I felt the same way a little bit. How about you, I felt I felt that way as certain parts of the film. Not as a whole, though. Yeah. I, I, I felt that way uh, during during some, some scenes. But... Um... I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of partial to Brie Larson anyway. So yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I love Brie Larson, so I don't. I, love Brie Larson. I, don't, I don't mind. <laughs> she does no wrong. I I like Brie Larson too, man. I I I agree. I see I see what you mean. Too. It did feel a little like. It did feel. A little, it felt little, gratuitous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt. It didn't feel natural. Like Wonder Woman felt like it was. You didn't feel this sense of them forcing it down your throat. No. But yeah, it, it, I did get that a little bit from. I definitely get that got that from a little bit from from Captain Marvel, yeah. which oh. is I don't know. It could be bad or good depending on the film itself. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, what did you guys now, feel about the um, uh, deaths? By the way, the major deaths: Tony Stark and Black Widow. And, cool. I and cried. Thanos, and Thanos. Um, Listen, Thanos, I, I I cried a little bit with Thanos guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I, I love. No, that, I, that, that was that was a character. celebratory death because I. Uh, Tony Stark got his moment, but you see, Black Widow. Here's my thing. I didn't see that when, coming when, at when, all, by the way. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't I see really that coming at all. I, I really thought it was going to be Hawkeye. Yeah, I really thought it was going to be Hawkeye that sacrificed himself. Um, I, listen, it was a very powerful moment. Yeah. But because we already got a similar moment with Gamora, it didn't hit me as much. I felt like it was a, um, a, like a, a, almost an homage because it was very similar. They played the same music. They had the same shots. The way her body fell on the bottom with the blood splatter yeah. was very similar to Gamora's. 
Very similar. Yeah. Yeah. And I also felt in the back of my mind as if she was going to be brought back to life. So yeah. I was. Well, I mean, we I all didn't... did. We all thought that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this can't be the, the end for, for her, right? Her. Even though she's getting but... a movie. <laughs> right, right. Definitely be there, were, there were two scenes where I started tearing up. One where Spi- when Spider Man finally reunites with Iron that Man, that was nice. That was that was the most touching thing. But then when Tony Stark is just, you know, he's dead at that point because you could just see like half his face. Oh is yeah, it was over. just disintegrated and yeah. And oh man, and when Peter Parker starts breaking down, cry, I, I lost it. Yeah, like I lost it. I I just my lips are quivering, <laughs> tears running down, tears are streaming down both cheeks. I'm just yeah. sniffling everybody else around the theater. It was just, oh my god, magic! I don't know about I don't know about you guys, but my whole theater was crying. Really? I, about, I, I yeah, my cry. whole I didn't cry at all. Listen, I, don't cry. I didn't hear anyone but, cry uh, either. I don't think. But I'm this... a bitch. <laughs> when it comes to this kind of shit, I'm a bitch, man. Like when I invest in things like this and and I get an emotional payoff like this, I I can't help it. I'm an emotional yeah, listen, guy. No, I'm a parent now. Yeah, listen, no, I, I get a little no, no, no shame in your game, brother. I, I get, I get what you're saying. I Shit, get, I walked around proudly saying that I, I cried like a little boy. <laughs> I got no shame in that. There's no shame in that. My man. son, no, yeah, no my son, when he asks me, Dad, did you cry during Endgame when you were a little kid? I mean, uh, you know, when when it came out, and I'm, yeah, I'm gonna tell him straight up, like, you know what? There's nothing wrong with a man crying for what he believes in, and what he loves, and what he loves, absolutely, (laughs) and what he loves. I mean, yeah, I agree. Listen, the Tony Stark death was 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 good, beautifully done. I mean, beautifully done. No music, only sound effect. Uh, And I really thought Captain America was gonna bite dust in this one. This was my theory originally. This Me too. Theory. That was my that was my prediction. I knew they were going to kill off one of the major the one of the most major characters, and right. I thought with the top with the core three, I thought Thor was going to like go off into space, which came true. That was my prediction, and I thought either Tony was going to retire and live a life with Pepper, which is kind of partially true, but then he died, and I thought Captain <laughs> America would die against Thanos. That's what was mm. my original predictions. Interesting. Yeah, that kind of fell in line with my predictions. And we also yeah, got I... fat, we got Fat Thor too. <laughs> Yeah, we did get a backdoor. We did. We did. <laughs> is that a thing? Is that like a no? That is. I've never seen that ever anywhere. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was about to say, like, is that something they actually no. have in the comics? Like, he goes fat. He no. becomes like fat and an alcoholic and all no. of a sudden. He becomes um, the big but, Lebowski. Yeah, but he does. Be- <laughs> he becomes the big Lebowski. Listen, uh, yeah, the the Tony Stark scene was probably the most heart wrenching. I mean. Great, great scene at the end where it goes from, you know, cast to cast or character to character as mm-hmm. the camera is kind of flowing through the through the actors. Um, uh, I, I, I thought for a second he, he was going to come back alive for some reason. Uh, but as soon as Gwyneth Paltrow says to him, and it was just like this real moment that you can actually hear someone say in like a hospital room to a loved one will be okay. Like that kind of, like mm-hmm. she said that to him. She knew he was of, dying. She and, knew. and it was just like a beautiful, like real moment, aside from it being like this superhero dynamic, epic battle scene. That was probably one of the realest moments of with, with a loved one that shows the human side of also the superhero movie, which was her just simply saying, we got, don't worry about it. You can you can go now. That's what she said. You can you can rest now. You can rest now. 
And yeah. I was like, oh, damn, this is deep. Yeah. Like, I, was like, <laughs> I like that. She said that. It was, it was just, it was just really well crafted. And um, yeah, the, the whole Black Widow thing, that shocked me. I didn't know they were going to. Yeah. Because like, like you guys, I thought she was getting her own movie. So yeah, I mean, she, she is. is. It's going to be a prequel. She I guess. is. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be when during Which, her formative uh, years. I kind of wish I don't want another prequel. I, I, it's annoying. Prequels kind of mess things up. Like Captain Marvel messed things up in the in, in the in universe. What in what way do you think it messed well, things up? Well, for example, if you go back to Avengers One, they're wondering why Shield is using the Tesseract to make weapons. They find out they find that out, and then uh, Nick Fury goes because of him. Ever since Thor went to that small town in Thor One. We, we've realized that we're hopelessly outgunned and outmatched in every way by what's out there. Um, oh, hello, yeah, yeah. you knew about super powerful people in the 90s, mm-hmm. bro. Also, a, <laughs> yeah, fuck, a fucking that, cat a scratched out your eye? Really? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that's because the big... Yeah, Winter that's the Soldier, reason why he has this. In Winter Soldier, he says, last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. Oh, a friggin' cat? A cat? Exactly. It wasn't yeah. in some epic battle gun fight or anything. No, it was a friggin' cat. Would you nonchalantly go, oh, I guess I lost my eye. God, I agree with you so much. Yeah, that so cat I hate yeah. prequels. They just mess things up. Even like the Star Wars prequels don't match up with the original trilogy that well. All, all, all of this that you're bringing up about Captain Marvel makes me appreciate it even more. Are you kidding me? Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. No, and it makes me appreciate it in all the wrong way. All right, <laughs> Captain Marvel to me is going to be one of those films that I just I'm not going to take that serious, but it's entertaining. I don't have to. I can turn my brain off of Captain Marvel because it's entertaining. And sure, there's all these continuity errors that you pointed out as mm-hmm. yeah. as it being a prequel, but that's what makes it awesome. I mean, come on, we've all seen movies like that where yeah. it's like, yeah, you know. No, establishes somewhat of a cult following. Not that right. you know a four hundred million dollar uh, domestically gross film is is, uh, is considered a cult movie. <laughs> but, exactly. Right. Yeah, that's definitely you know? not cult. Yeah, that's definitely not cult. Uh, but it will it will have a specific following with Marvel fans. Do we care about the Black Widow story though? I, I don't know. Just me. Which is story? Like her prequel. Do we do we care? Oh about well, the it's prequel? In, in the comics. She she started out as a bad guy. She was an assassin for Russia. And then she yeah. joined uh, Shield. She like turned a new leaf and joined Shield. So maybe we're gonna get that because we, we, just... we got hints of that in Age of Ultron when they showed how she was brainwashed and trained. Yes, yes. So we're probably can't gonna see throw that. this. Can't they just throw this on Disney Plus? Like, do we need a movie for this? Well, no, she's, let's be like, honest. She's earned her movie. Yeah, yes. she has. Okay. Yes. She has. I agree. But the only reason you wanted a yeah. Disney Plus is because it's a prequel. You would probably want something t- taken in the. Um, that takes place in the modern day and with with flashbacks yeah, to her past. Yeah, yeah, maybe, you maybe know? that's what's going. Yeah, maybe that's. But what so I what? Want they're going to because... make one prequel and that's it. They're not going to give her any sequels to that prequel. Like what the hell? Ah, you do I? The whole group. The rumor was that she was getting a she was getting a couple of movies, but a couple. Um, so they're yeah. all prequels. That's kind of lame. Uh, well, yeah. Like I hate yeah, how yeah. Wonder Woman is a pre- the first one was a prequel and then now the second one is also a prequel. It takes place in. 84, oh. right? Something in the here and now. Oh, really? It's it's what? 1984, right? Is that what it's titled officially? Wonder yeah, Woman 1984? 1980- I guess. It's a stupid title, really? but yeah. Wonder <laughs> Woman 1984? Yeah. 
Unless unless that's a working that's title, title. I, I know that it takes place in eighty four. No, I think that's the official. That's I think that's the official. It's, 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 that's not good. I don't like. Yeah, it. they could they could think of because the logo is like WW. Yeah, couldn't they come up with anything better than that? Jesus. No. <laughs> and but I know I shit. I know I shit on DC Comics movies, but I prefer DC Comics over Marvel Comics. I'm a big DC. I'm fan. not that big on DC. I if love you, Batman. I love really? Batman, I'm, but that's that's I'm huge. Yeah, I'm a DC. Marvel guy through and through, man. I'm all DC. I'm all about DC Comics, but I, I prefer the Marvel movies. I, I, you I, might be the first person I, I've ever heard say that. That's very interesting <laughs> I, because Batman's my favorite really? character, but. I've watched. I've watched. Yeah, but I don't, you don't read comics, like, but I've watched cartoon, like the cartoons, and all of those were yeah. all Marvel for me. So I know more of the Marvel and the Justice and Justice League no, show. You don't watch just, that? No, no, Justice League show. Really, Justice League Unlimited? I don't think you never I've watched, watched that. that. No. Yeah, I think I was already oh, too old when Justice League Unlimited came out. I was already growing out of cartoons at that point. Yeah, like I, I don't. Yeah, I still, I still yeah. have it going. No, no, okay. Let, <laughs> let me, let me take that. Let me retract that statement. I think it was because Justice oh, League. I guess you, you must have hated Spider Man into the. Oh no, 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 no. Let me retract. <laughs> let me retract what I said. So Justice League Unlimited came out during a time because what was that like the mid two thousands more or less? Mid two thousands, yeah, like early. Okay, mid. so that was around the time when. It's not so much that I was growing out of cartoons per se, but I kind of left. I have a fond, fond, fond place in my heart for the X Men animated series, the Spider Man oh, animated series, and Spider Man, and, and the yeah, Batman yeah. animated series. Thank so, yeah, yeah, it kind of to me it was it started and stayed in the nineties. So once mm. the two thousands came in and I started getting mm. a little older. If it didn't match, if I feel like it didn't match up to anything remotely close to any of those 90s animated series, then I, I could care less. So that's I what I mean when I kind of grew out of, you know, and I had no interest in Justice League Unlimited or uh, Wolverine and the X-Men or or The Batman. Um, I didn't have any interest in any of those things. Actually, like, if, if, right, right now, if I can sit down and watch the entire Spider-Man series from the 90s. I'm sure I would watch it in a heartbeat because it's for nostalgic purposes. But so if, if, to watch a new, a brand new animated series, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I get what Lewis is saying. Like, it, those those shows were so good. And, like, I mean, they resonate with my childhood. Those were, like, some of the first ones. Uh, and to tell you the truth, man, they were, like, slightly edgier. In a way, like yeah, they were like, like Batman, especially. Yeah, man. you know like, why? Batman because they adult. didn't. Yeah, they were. They didn't. I think the writers. I think they did that intentionally. They weren't trying to appeal to very young children. They were oh, trying man. to appeal yeah. to like teenagers, and they the took is... storylines directly from the comic books. Yeah, yeah, and especially take... with X Men. Yep. When you yeah, oh yeah, definitely with X Men. But when you take a cartoon and give it adult themes, it makes it so much better. It does. Hell yeah. Like, like uh, I don't know. This is totally random, but Zootopia. Did you guys ever the, watch that? The, yeah, the Zootopia. The, the, that was yeah. brilliant because it talked yeah. about race and sexism. Yes. Yeah. It, was and it disguised it as a kid's cartoon, and it works so well. It did. Gee, that's like when you you bring that movie up a lot. That's like when you're. <laughs> I love Zootopia. I can't. When you I have bring... kids, I can't wait to show them Zootopia. You always you bring that movie up when you can, man. That's a, and you, that's a great point. I mean, it did mask it as this 
family film. It technically is yeah, still a family it, film. You can teach your kids with about social this stuff, issues. But it did. It, yeah, it, it dealt did. with it did. It, with drugs and social issues. <laughs> yeah. Drugs, um, race. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, gender. Po- politics. Yeah, gender yeah. politics. Every, yeah, gender all politics, that stuff. everything. It's amazing. Yeah, well, it was, we could do a whole podcast point. on that later on. You can't be yeah, Utopia. Look out for the Utopia podcast. Hell now, yeah. Fellas, listen, um, I think we touched some great, great, great points. Um, Wait, one more thing I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, what did you oh, think yeah. of the, the, the typical Marvel humor? I thought it was funny. I, I always I the typical great. Marvel humor is is formulaic, but it's always it's always funny. It's good. Yeah, it's good. I, no, I, I, I I didn't think I thought every joke, especially because Ant Man is great. He he had a way bigger part than I thought he would in this film, which I like. Oh hell yeah, and I love it. I He's like it hilarious. Even um, yeah. uh, Sharif uh, Kiyoti, my our, our one of our friends, Sharif. Like he didn't really care for Ant Man that much until this movie, and he said he went back and watched the first two again, and he love he loves them. Yeah, yeah. Ant Man, Ant Man did his thing in this, and uh, well and, deserved. And like that uh, he got some, Nebu- some Nebula, time. Nebula has such a dry humor that she's hilarious. I like it, kind of like Drax. so like stiff. Yeah, like Drax too. Yeah, like the humor is so dry, it's good. And yes, I just felt I, like overall, and of course Thor, Thor being a drunk idiot was hilarious and yeah and bruce banner being in the hulk's body was great like he, he's it. like a he's a little hipster thor he's a lister yeah professor hulk he's, he was like a hipster yeah. hulk and i thought it was hilarious yeah yeah he, see it, the humor yeah i didn't have a problem with the humor they always All the humor pretty was great. Well because like, you know sometimes the humor is not that good like i thought in captain marvel the humor wasn't that strong and in Alexi, I really felt like half the humor was good and half was just in, in, in Captain Marvel. In, in the second, in the second, in the second Guardians oh. of the Galaxy, I thought yes, the humor the second, was not. Yeah. I loved, I loved the second Guardians of the Galaxy. I, no, I liked the movie a lot, but I felt like the humor was yeah. hit or miss. It can be like that too. There were certain moments in um, uh, Ragnarok that were like that too, uh, where it was yeah, yeah. some. Uh, I I love no I loved Rock look it, so no, but it, it's to much. your to your point with with Guardians of the Galaxy too True. like that's how I felt with Thor right I love Thor Ragnarok but I felt like some True. just like here and there like some of the the humor was a little forced yeah I I agree with that itsy bitsy parts were just like okay they didn't have to put that it was funny but it was kind of weird because also this was the first time we saw Thor as like a yeah that's yeah true. so it felt, it felt kind of it felt uh. Felt very uh, extraneous at certain points. Yeah, because I felt like they were possibly yeah. turning his character into something totally different that he wasn't, and I was afraid for that. I was like, wait a second, are they going to make him this funny doofus? Like this, like I was afraid that they were trying to make him too funny. Where, yeah, but he he goes back and forth though. Like in the yes. beginning, of Endgame, he was yes. super serious. Yes, and which I like. So I, but and it, and it works. works, and yeah, it, works it works with him. Because Chris Hemsworth is freaking hilarious. He is, man. He's so he's funny. I, I like him a lot. He's he is so hot. Yeah, he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good mix. Listen, man, he's hot and funny, and he'll probably be hot and funny he in the uh, in Men in Black. Let's see what he does in Men in Black. Oh, I, I'm really looking forward to that. He's teaming up with Valkyrie exactly. again for that. Exactly. They have really yeah, good chemistry. Have good chemistry. So yeah, that's... yeah, yeah. I love Tessa Thompson. So. Um, where do you guys think the MCU goes? From? Well, now that you guys brought up Disney Plus, Loki disappeared yeah. and he had the yep. Tesseract. So that's something yeah. that they might explain in his series. 
you, yeah, that's what I heard too. And then, and then also, yeah, we didn't get any vision no. in the movie. They just kind no of forgot vision. about. Well, it. And, so, but he's getting his he's getting a show. Yeah, yeah, they, they yeah they totally forgot. I, I, that was a surprise to me. Now that you're mentioning it, like vision wasn't in this film yeah. at all. No, I thought maybe they would rebuild him, but he wouldn't be as powerful because in the comics he doesn't use the mind stone to power right. himself. He's just a right. Robot. He's a robot. With powers, so I don't know what they could have done. I felt like they could have had, uh, they could have brought him back. Somehow. So Disney Plus is going to have the same actors play these characters. Yes, yes. yes. There's going to be a Falcon, which oh, I want to bring up a uh, thing about Falcon in a second. Falcon Winter Soldier, yep. Wanda Vision, Wanda and Vision together, and Loki series. Yep. But going back into Falcon and Winter Soldier, is this going to take place after? He, is he going to become Captain America? Like. It was alluded in the in the end. That's what I got from it. Well, they're calling it Falcon and Winter Soldier, not um, like Captain America. Yeah, so I, who knows? Yeah. Oh, maybe that might be the yeah. payoff for the end of the season. Uh, and knows? what did you? What did you guys? How did you guys feel about Captain America passing down the shield to Sam? Oh, I was fine with it. Yeah, I yeah, like that. I was fine with well, it. here I'm. I'm Give the brother a chance, man. Listen, listen, listen. This has happened in the comics. Yeah, it has. Falcon exactly. was Captain America for, I think, two to three years. I actually have the very first issue of his run. Because in the comics, um, Captain America, the, he lost his super soldier serum. It was taken out of his body, and he became an old, old man. Hmm. And he passed down the shield to Sam for a while. Okay. So, so this is like fan service to what they did in the movie. But at the same time, I feel like it wasn't earned they didn't really build up his character enough to to be able to be worthy of the shield do you guys feel that way at all i see what you mean yes um like okay like we saw him in winter soldier it was they were buddy buddies great then we see him again in ant-man for a little bit and then in agent ultron a little bit and then he had a he was like full-time avenger in civil war mm-hmm. and then obviously in in um in Infinity War, and then now at the end of this, but we didn't really get a lot of characterization development. You're right. So he didn't deserve that promotion. That's what you're saying. He is it? Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> keep I'm the keep the black man down. Keep the black man down. I want to keep the listen. I want to keep the black man up. Give this guy some some backstory, some development. You see, know? That's, see, that's why I was asking you. Do you think they're going to fill in some gaps on Disney Plus? Probably. I mean, he's getting his own show. So then maybe we're going to get that, which kind of maybe leads into Endgame, sort of? Like, it'll sort of... But he's dead, remember? How can that lead into Endgame? Wait, who's dead? Falcon. Wait, no, no. Wait, Falcon's not Falcon, dead? Falcon's not dead. You just said it's, the show's going to lead into Endgame. How can it lead no, into No, no, no. Like, like, what I'm saying is take Falcon's story and... From Endgame. From from in not not even from Endgame, but fill in gaps like you were just saying. Like you said, he's not worthy because we he's there's no character development. Maybe Disney Plus shows will develop what you're saying is missing. Maybe that. Oh, yeah, but he's going to be Cap already, isn't he? No, no, that's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe not have him be Cap already until it leads us. Am I making sense? Until it leads into no. Endgame. Like no, because. <laughs> How are they going to have a, sh- a show a show with Winter Soldier like a prequel. Falcon if, if it takes place before those events? Winter Soldier is a is a, is on the run. 
Yeah, it so, wouldn't make sense if it was it a prequel. It wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't make sense if it's a prequel because there's no so, way they would be together. So there's no yeah. way. So there's no way to fill in backstory without there being maybe with like maybe like Falcon by himself in like flashbacks. But this is a show with both of them in it. It can't be a prequel. Mm. Yeah, so, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't work. They got it. Wouldn't well, work because gee, I, I totally agree with you that they're. <laughs> did he really deserve the shield? Like. Mm-hmm. Because we don't see or get to know who he is fully in these films, so I, I to do that, fill in the gaps by in that show, I guess with with Falcon and Winter Soldier, you give it, yeah, you give us flashbacks, and we can get a deeper look at his character and who we were. Or maybe on the show, he feels like he's not ready for the shield, and then he they develop him more in the show, and like halfway, he becomes Captain America or something. Yeah, something can be. I mean, listen, something has to be done as far as the story, because I know they probably feel the same way. Like we got to The reason why these characters are getting these shows is because maybe there's something, there's something open about uh-huh. their development that we, they can still elaborate on. So with that, th- this has to be the point where we see those gaps sort of filled through flashbacks or whatever they do creatively, where we get a little more of why he may deserve the shield. So. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I'm hoping they do something like that. But I wish they developed if, they, if this was where they were really headed, like in the comics. I just wish they developed him more in the films. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. that's a good nice. point. So because we're getting those job TV with, shows. Uh, with, sorry, with War Machine. So they did a good job with War Machine. They, they gave did him a pretty enough, good job I with think. him. Yeah, yeah, they did a pretty good job. They did enough. They but he's enough. been around since. Iron Man 2? Oh, yeah, Iron Man 2. Well, so. okay, Don Cheadle has been around since Don, Don, Don Cheadle, yeah. But even then, what do you know about him? Tell me, what do you know about him? Does he have a girlfriend? Uh, does, what does he like? He's a black man with, with, with a gun in his hand. That's what I know. <laughs> his, his body is uh, the gun. His body is <laughs> yeah, the gun. Yeah. Well, and he's paralyzed. I mean, they did a good job with him because he's been around for a while, but at the same time, they didn't really delve into him that much. He's Tony's boy. Tony's you know? boy. What else? Uh, exactly. Yeah, 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 that's all I got. That's all. He's a, let's be let's be honest. Guys like Falcon and and uh, War Machine, they're they're side characters. Eventually, essentially. They yeah, are. they are. Yeah, exactly. When you think of the Avengers from uh, as far as the MCU is concerned, no one's. You know, jumping up and thinking first thing Falcon, yeah, or War Machine. You know, you're exactly. not, or not, or even, or even Scarlet Witch, right? Um, yeah, you know, you think you're thinking of like the, you know, the core, the core, the core yeah, 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 true. Yeah. They're thinking even. Yeah. Well, I mean, even um, I guess Nick Fury, Nick Fury's been fleshed out pretty well. Yeah, yeah he's been yeah. really well. He's been, and he's a side. He's like, he's like a major side character. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, he is a major side character, and, and he's pretty much been in. <laughs> A majority well, of those yeah, films he's been, a, he's been around. He's been around. Yeah, he's been around. I mean, so I mean, fellas. Wait, so wait, so, I, so I, after so we sorry, Keanu, but so yeah, other than yeah, the TV geez, shows, yeah. what do you guys think is going to happen in the movies? You know, that's a good question. I would have to wait. Okay, I know for a fact that Black Panther is getting a sequel. Doctor yes. Strange is getting a sequel. Yes. We'll we'll be yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Ant Man Three. Uh, yeah, we'll see Spider-Man another Ant Man. We'll three. Yeah. Right, we'll see the the third Spider Man. We'll see a uh, Black Widow film. Oh, uh, we'll see the Eternals. Eternals. What? Uh, Shang Chi. Oh yeah, Shang Chi. Um, and yeah, I, 
I, but it's it's up in the air. But do you honestly, think they're gonna point. build up to another thing like Galactic? Obviously, we're also gonna get X Men Fantastic Four further down the line. Are oh they... hell yeah! Galactus <laughs> yeah, is Galactus. the next baddie. I yeah, hope so. First that, honestly, I I understand why they didn't have end credits in this film, but I was really hoping that they would have like a Galactus tease at the end. You know, me like, too. Really? I was expecting like, it. Me maybe, too. Maybe like oh, the crazy fucking fan in me was yes. like, "Damn, I want to see Silver Surfer and Galactus." Yeah, or, or like a tease. obviously we would have like a full on view or like a small tease of them or what's to come. But I get why they wanted it to be no credits. They wanted to feel like this is the end of an era, which it was. Yeah, that's it yeah, was because if you do that, you're taking you take no it away. Then yeah, no one yeah. then cares about what they just saw. They yeah. just like they're on. They're on to the next. My one theater, already. my so. theater booed when there was no after credit scene. They were upset. Did they really? <laughs> you know what? You know what happened at my theater? Okay, everyone's standing around, and the cleanup crew comes in. Yeah, same thing happened. He's to like, me. yeah, he's like, oh, I'm not trying to waste everybody's time, but there is no post credit mm-hmm. scene. So if you could please exit the theater, and yeah. I was just like, dick. But there was. What if what if what if my uncle was part of the cast and crew? Huh? Exactly. What if I wanted to see his name pop up on the credits? My my, my theater guy did the same thing. No, uh, like, the second guys, time around, my theater guy that did it. Not the first time. Had around, to go. The second time. Yeah, my my guy was like, "Listen, there are no post credits scenes." But there was a little go. something. Did you guys catch that? A little something. Did you guys stay at all? Ooh, no, no, I didn't stay at all. all. Okay, well, I, I think the first night I did stay because you know tradition. But at the <laughs> end, when the Marvel logo pops up, you hear a sound, and that sound is Iron Man using his hammer to build his armor from the first movie. Really? You hear, oh, okay. you hear a clanging, yeah. So when it comes out on oh. digital or DVD or VHS or whatever you guys buy. Wow, VHS. <laughs> Holy shit. You can, you, can, you can hear it on there. Really? When it comes out, when it comes out for Betamax, yeah, yeah, Betamax, yeah, exactly. <laughs> make sure, make sure I stop. So, right at so the before moment. we give our final grades, what would you yeah, guys? Man. Your top five Marvel films, top five. Coyote, you, oh, you go shit. first. Coyote, you go first. Oh, oh shit! Top five in no order. In no order right now because I can't in no do it order? in order right now. No order right okay. now. I can't. I, I'm still digesting. Okay. Endgame. Yeah, um, I, I can't do an order either. Um, Black Panther, uh, Infinity War. Uh, Black Panther's number civil, one. No, no order. Oh, no order. Sorry. No, no <laughs> order. Uh, Black Panther, mm-hmm. Infinity War, um, uh, Civil War, Ragnarok, Winter Soldier. Oh, wow. Okay. Damn, you left out Endgame from your top five? Damn, I'm beefing with you, Keo. R- right, right. But it, because Endgame is right at... Uh, see, that's why I can't you do it in order. It's, you can have a tie. There. You can have a tie. I, yeah, I'll put a tie. So in game is in there. It's just it's 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 in there somewhere. I just don't have an order yet. <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, it's somewhere in there. Yeah. How about you, G? What do you um, got? Okay, I have a tie for number one. Ranger Infinity War. Wait, are you are you Endgame. putting yours in order? Mine are in order. I have an order. Okay. Oh wow. So Infinity War and Endgame tied for number one right now. Number okay. two, Civil War. Number three, Ragnarok. Oh, number three, Avengers. Ragnarok no? and number five, the first Iron Man. Oh, interesting. For my top. Okay. Okay. How about you? How about you, Lewis? Damn, man. A top five is too hard. I can give you a top ten, though. What? Wait, that makes no sense. What a top ten? Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's the thing because I, there's too many ties for. Let me give you my top 22 real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Lewis? Top five, no order. Go. 
yeah, top five New Orleans. Try try that first. Hello? Lewis? Did he cut out? Are you still there, Kay? <laughs> I'm I'm here. Uh, he says he's still connected on my uh on my side. Might have to edit this part out. Might have to... <laughs> he probably cut off. That happened to me before a little bit. Let me see. Let me see something. Well guys, wait, hold on. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna try to connect Lewis back. Uh let me let me give you we'll be right back after this, guys. Lewis is gonna give us his epic uh epic top <laughs> top five, five. If, he, if he can do it in no particular Wait. order no particular <laughs> order we'll be right we'll be right back lewis how are you man yeah i'm back, we, we got uh, you I'm, back. I'm like i'm like in the middle of the list and then i hear i hear you and john carlos Hello? saying oh i think we lost lewis I I'm like, I Wait, guys, lewis. Right here. i'm here i'm in the quantum realm i'm here <laughs> you, you were in the quantum <laughs> realm man you Oh, uh, guys, guys, I'm here. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're, we're, we're back, guys. Uh, Lewis is going to give us his top five. Top five. If, if he can, no order, Lewis. No order. Yeah, no, no problem. All right, it's, it's going to have to be like this, man. All right. <laughs> Endgame, Infinity War, the first Avengers, Civil War, and yeah. Winter Soldier. And if I had to Good. do an honorable mention that just missed the top five, it's a split between... The first Iron Man and probably Black Panther. Cool. Mm. That's good. That's a good list. I That's like a that. good list. That's a good list. That's a good list. I See, really I, I could... Yeah, the tie... If I had to do the tie, and obviously in-game and Infinity War, um, and they would probably be in my second spot while Black Panther still sits at number one. Um, but it's a very tight number one between Black Panther and Infinity War and Endgame. So, uh, you know, Black Panther still holds a special place in my heart, man. I'm sorry. I, it's just, it's, it's still up there for me. I don't know. Listen, it, it holds a special place for me, too. It inspired think... me to grow out my hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Wakanda forever. Yeah, man. I, yeah. I, I might start, you know, might start rocking, you know, some African I garb. Loved... I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Killmonger is one of their best villains. And I was actually very upset that they killed him off. I was upset yeah, about that. I, did too. Not I was upset like about that. that too. That was annoying. I'm like, how could you kill off this awesome character? Well, who is Black Panther's arch nemesis then? Who 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 will we see in, in Black Panther 2? I have no idea. I really don't know. I didn't really read I don't never really read Black Panther comics. Interesting. See, I I don't know anything about his you know, his story either mm-hmm. that real, that much. So it'll be interesting to see if some if somehow he comes back. I don't know. Uh, I just wish they didn't kill him off because yeah. uh, Jordan, uh, Michael B. Jordan is an awesome actor and his yeah. character was like his character, like you agreed with him, but he was also doing it like the wrong way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah he, he was like, he was like a human version of Thanos, basically. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Pretty much. And, and he was an extremist. Of you, and and he, part of you wanted him to win. And right? again, yeah. <laughs> and again, yeah, empathize with him. And again, it's a villain who thinks he's the hero. And that what that's what makes a great villain. Yes, yes. That that he thinks he's doing the best thing for the world, right? Absolutely. Let me just for snap my people. fingers. Yeah, for, not for, for, for the world. For his oh, Thanos, you mean, or for no, no, for both. Killmonger. Both. Well, that, well, well, Killmonger for that, but yeah. Thanos thinking that he can set balance to the world by just simply wiping out billions of people, mm-hmm. and what he did uh, is the right thing to do, and how he is so headstrong about that. So, 
very interesting. Very interesting, yeah. w- like weird, slightly humanistic takes on the balance and the balance and order of a world, like and of or a land in Wakanda, stuff like that. Like shake up the shake up the system kind of thing, you know. Shock the system, right, Lewis? Like mm-hmm. shock the, <laughs> shock yeah, the system. Yeah, Adam Cole, you know? baby. A- Adam Cole. So you know what I'm saying. So like, it, it's just very interesting how those two characters kind of almost paralleled each other slightly, slightly. Um, but fellas, I think this was hella intuitive and exciting. Uh, uh, final, any, final grades. Final grades. Final yeah, grade? let's do a final grade, Lewis. What you got for this in-game final grade? Epic saga. Yeah. I gave Infinity War a year ago an A minus. Endgame gets an A. Wow. wow. You liked it better then. Wow. Yep. Liked it better. Wow. Just wow. just yeah, just by a, look, just by uh even if it's just by a small notch, you know, just by the hair, a little hair on my a little gray hair on my chinny chin chin. <laughs> yeah. No, a. I get it. I get it. G, what do you got? I give it a solid A. Solid A? Yeah. Okay. What did you give Infinity War? I don't remember. I think I gave yeah, it an A. Remember. Like, like right now, I, I like both a lot. Yeah, I don't remember what it's I gave. Hard. I think I gave Infinity War an A as well. I, I think I gave it an A or A minus, something like that. But I definitely give this one a solid A. Yeah. Uh, to me, it was a, a good conclusion to this epic saga. Yeah, I I agree with all you guys. It's a regardless of the minor picks. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your nitpicks <laughs> almost sounded like you were about to change that grade, man. Oh, no. <laughs> It deserves a C plus because of the time yeah, travel. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not you where you rave about La Llorona and then you give it a C minus. <laughs> <laughs> listen, first off, I didn't see that movie yet. But um, listen, sometimes I got to digest. Listen, that's why oh, I'm I saw sorry. this movie twice. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Yeah, yes, that's Pet Cemetery. Listen, I enjoyed it. Uh, fuck all y'all. I enjoyed Pet Cemetery. <laughs> I enjoyed it. C minus. But yeah, I, I have I have not seen it, but based on the trailer, I give it a C minus. <laughs> Look, let me tell you, the trailer was better than the movie. Gee, I, well, there you go. There you go. That's my that's my consensus. Did you, did you watch the original? I haven't seen it in, since I was a kid. I saw I remember the second one better. I thought it was pretty listen, listen, I thought it was all right. I, I and I watched that and I was like, okay, this ain't this ain't great, but it definitely isn't terrible. Um but yeah, I gave it, unless I give it a C plus. What? But but this one, <laughs> I'm standing by my grade right now. Unless I see it a third time and something happens, a uh, solid A for this movie. Um, it it hit all cylinders, all parts of emotion mm-hmm. for me. Uh, tried to pull my heartstrings with the whole Tony death. Um, it was it, it was good. It, my, it pulled it pulled my heart out of my it, throat. It, it, <laughs> I mean, listen. The only the only major gripe I had was that I didn't care that much about the battle scene. Like it didn't it wasn't that super intriguing and entertaining to me that much. Well, like I cared be, about it. I mean it could have been a little cleaner. Could have been cleaner. But that's that's a testament to the Russo storytelling. The fact that you could sit there and say I cared more about the drama in an, in an Avengers exactly. story, uh, film than the actual fighting. That's yeah. a testament to their their storytelling. That's exactly, their execu- and their execution of the story. Yeah, time. like their dra- like the drama with Captain America and Iron Man in uh, Civil War. That was brilliant. Yeah, yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, perfect example. Yes, that that whole drama tension between those two in Civil War. Yeah, that's some of the best 
mm-hmm. some of the best in a superhero movie like this, where you feel that actual dramatic drama between two characters. So, uh, yeah, perfect example, guys. I mean, great show, folks. Uh, great show. Nice meeting you, Louis. You know nice meeting you, John. You know Carlos. your stuff. You know your stuff. Yeah, man, yeah, I try. Uh, I mean, I don't know my, I don't know my shit as much as you do, but <laughs> listen, man, G G knows his stuff. Louis, you guys, listen. This is a good, this is a good show. Great, great trio. Uh, we're probably gonna do more. I'm gonna get you guys to do more stuff. Hell yeah, just random movies for no reason. Like That's I'm gonna do like man. we should do like specials. Like great. Well, stuff. we can do one for Dark Phoenix. Oh yeah, oh, I like it. That's gonna you can, host, you, can, you can host it, Louis. You can host it. And, and I'll and that. I'll roast it. And you're right. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, I, I'm being cautiously optimistic. I don't know yeah. what to feel about this movie. To be me honest, me too. Me too. I'm not. I'm not going into that thinking anything yeah. great about this. Yeah, that, that, because, yeah, no, because they they really dropped the bomb with Apocalypse, which still pisses uh, me off three years later. Oh, but so yeah, we'll, we'll get into that some other time. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a good, very very good point you bring up. But guys, thank you for joining me on another episode of Scriptly Adapted Uncut. Uh, we'll be back. Probably, guys, listen, uh, I might have to do a Lion King and Aladdin special. Oh, man, my God, because, yes. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. I might have to trash one of those movies, and I can't be Lion King. So uh, <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm, I'm hoping Lion King blows me away. I need to give an A-plus to some movie this year. And I said to G, it might be Lion King from what I'm It might be, because uh, that shit be just looks basically like The Jungle Book, and The Jungle Book was amazing. Exactly. Yes. So... Listen, I'm, I'm looking for an A-plus somewhere. But thank you guys for joining me. I'd like to thank my, my co-host, John Carlo, uh, resident Marvel superhero expert. <laughs> uh, Lewis from Let Me Just Say This podcast. Look out for his stuff on Instagram. Uh, uh, everywhere you can find a podcast. He's doing great shows on anything, everything, entertainment. And once again, I'm Kyoto, your host. And uh, we are signing off, guys. I will speak to you guys later. Have a good night. Good night. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. And until next time. Thank you for having me. And look out for my Avengers Endgame review. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yes, man. And um, maybe I'll make a special appearance on that one, too. Hell yeah. Why not? All right, fellas. Have a good one. Peace. Later. Later. Later.